Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. China Stories. Why China's seniors hesitate to get vaccinated. By Yu Huan Huan and Yan Shenang. Published by Session Global, read by Nandini Venkata. A low vaccination rate among senior citizens is not just a scientific problem. More significantly, it is a social problem. According to the data released by China's National Health Commission, among people over the age of 60, close to 42 million have yet to receive any COVID-19 vaccine. More than 100 million have not taken a booster shot. To make matters worse, among China's senior citizens, the vaccination rates for the first, second, or third doses of the COVID-19 vaccine fall as their ages increase. The percentage of seniors who have had their first vaccine dose is 88.8% for those in their 60s, 86.1% for those in their 70s, and 58.8% for those in their 80s. In the face of the Omicron COVID variant, seniors with underlying health problems are a key vulnerable population and vaccines are their most effective defense. Due to a low vaccination rate among elderly, Hong Kong's fifth wave of COVID spawned the world's highest death rate, 0.75%. According to Hong Kong's data, 85.5% of the hospitalizations and 95.8% of the deaths across the city were people over the age of 60, and about 90% of the dead had not completed their vaccination regimen. Those over 80 who were not vaccinated had the highest death rate. Unlike vaccination statistics, the threat of the virus is positively correlated with age. From April 17th to April 23rd, 87 people in Shanghai died of COVID-19, most of whom were seniors. Most of them were over 85, with the oldest being 101. The direct cause of death for all of them, without exception, was their underlying health conditions. Only a minority were vaccinated. Thus, we see a scissors differential. The older and more in need of protection the people are, the lower their vaccination rate. It has been over a year since the National Health Commission included the over 60 set in its vaccination plans, yet the vaccination rate of this most vulnerable group has remained consistently low. For example, the percentage of people over 80 on the Chinese mainland who have received a booster shot is about 20%. That's compared with over 90% in countries like Sweden and Norway. Why are the vaccination rates for the aged in China significantly lower than other groups after an entire year of effort? 
Why are Chinese citizens so unwilling to get the vaccine? Interviews with multiple vaccination staff members and relatives of unvaccinated seniors offers some valuable insights. Why won't seniors get vaccinated? While the nationwide vaccination rate for people over 60 is above 85, it varies by region. Chen Wenming, head of Xingang Street Community Health Service Center's Disease Prevention Department in Guangzhou's Haizhou District, is stressed about the quarter of senior citizens under his oversight who have yet to take a single dose of the vaccine. The group has not responded to anything that he and his team have tried. In the provinces of Jiangxi, Anhui, Shandong, the vaccination rates for people over 60 exceeds 90%. That's according to data published by the National Health Commission at the end of March. The rate is over 85% in Chongqing, Henan, Hubei, Guizhou, Hebei, Sichuan and Yunnan. Yet, the commission did not release data for the more developed metropolises of Beijing, Shanghai and Guangzhou, as well as the northeastern provinces of Heilongjiang, Jilin and Liaoning, where the ageing population problem is most acute. Across China, on-the-ground staff have experienced similar problems convincing stubborn seniors to get vaccinated. Persuading an unwilling senior to get a shot requires a mix of education, enticement, coaxing, and frightening, and sometimes, as a last resort, bluffing. The accessibility of vaccines is not the issue. The planned centralized pickup and drop-off Mobile vaccination points and delivery of vaccines to people's doorsteps are measures that should have easily raised vaccination rates. Delivering vaccines is easy. The hard part is convincing seniors that they need them. In the area that Chan supervises, almost half of the seniors are retirees from educational institutions who have had some form of higher education. Chen said, quote, most of them have preconceived notions about vaccines and reckon that they have some insider information. Even though they may not be health professionals, they believe that they are well-informed and know better than us. When he does awareness talks, these seniors are the ones who tell him, quote, I know what you are saying really isn't how it is. China's low infection rate has proved to be an obstacle as well. Seniors who rarely leave home are unable to imagine the danger posed by COVID-19, leaving them with a false sense of security. One common explanation that seniors give for refusing vaccination is that they, quote, don't go out often or go on trips. They only go out to buy groceries and then return immediately. Seniors also have better excuses for refusing the vaccine. Even though underlying health conditions make them more vulnerable to the virus, health problems also provide seniors with an excuse to shun the vaccine. They usually have conditions like cardiovascular disease or diabetes or have undergone different surgeries and they worry for the side effects of the vaccine. That's according to a social worker in Beijing's Chaoyang district who added, quote, because we have to stick to the principle of voluntary vaccination, we are unable to force them to get vaccinated, 
so we can only make calls again and again. The elderly also don't come under many of the societal pressures faced by younger people. The popular science writer Longzhu said that, quote, other groups have closely knit social networks. Your office, your school, the social activities you attend can all request that you have to be vaccinated before admitting you. Long said, this makes vaccines somewhat compulsory in practice, but for seniors, it is difficult to enforce a similar sense of mandatory in practice. The most effective motivator is a local pandemic outbreak. Almost everyone interviewed agree that it is effortless to meet weekly vaccination targets when local infection numbers are on the rise. However, the same workers charged with improving the vaccination rates are the same ones who have to deal with the spread of COVID-19 when a new outbreak occurs. More than 20 provinces are dealing with outbreaks. The job of many of the workers we interviewed has shifted from vaccination to testing, and some areas have even put vaccination drives on hold. Ambiguous Contraindications Underlying health conditions are a reason for prioritizing vaccination. But in practice, it has become the biggest hurdle to get seniors vaccinated. Even if the aged are completely willing to cooperate, they need to pass contraindication checks before they can get cleared to be vaccinated. But Health Insight has found that the criteria for these contraindication checks are not standardized across China or worse, across injection centers. A huge number of seniors in the country have chronic conditions, and these ambiguous regulations on contraindications directly impact vaccination rates. For example, 53.2% of people in China over 60 suffer from high blood pressure. That's according to a 2015 study. And the number goes up to 90% for seniors who are over 80 years old. Strictly speaking, high blood pressure is not one of the five main contraindications. In China's first and only edition of the technical guidelines for the inoculation of COVID-19 vaccines, only the clauses related to the acute attacks of chronic conditions have to do with blood pressure However, when the guidelines were put in practice, the related clause was turned into a clear standard of patients must have a blood pressure lower than 160 out of 100 millimeters of mercury before they can receive the vaccine. China's senior citizens must clear this bar before they can get the vaccine. Zhang Mo, a nurse at a town health center in Chifeng, North China's Inner Mongolia Autonomous Region found that more than 40% of seniors who came to get vaccinated had higher than normal blood pressure during the pre-vaccination checkup. Under this rule, a doctor at one of Beijing's vaccination points said that if a spot test shows a patient's blood pressure is higher than 160 out of 100 millimeters of mercury, then the vaccination has to be postponed regardless of whether the condition is chronic or the reading just happens to be high at the time. To get his mother, who suffers from chronic high blood pressure, vaccinated, the science writer Lung said he had to ask around before he could find a vaccination point that was willing to take the risk. 
The doctor explained that although Lung's mother had high blood pressure and blood sugar levels, her condition was stable. High blood pressure is not a contraindication. Only unstable blood pressure is a problem. But as a matter of fact, most of China's seniors have unstable blood pressure. The doctor said, quote, many of them forget their medication or do not keep a close eye on it, so their blood pressure rises. Chen, a community health service center head, said that high blood pressure is not among the five main categories of contraindications and has no direct correlation with the effects of the vaccine. If the vaccine has high blood pressure but no discomfort, we will still advise vaccination. Tao Lina, an expert in vaccine popularization, said, quote, Strictly speaking, only one type of person cannot be vaccinated, someone who's very allergic to the components of the vaccine. Still, some experts urged caution. One immunologist said, that, as of right now, we have limited experience about vaccinating seniors with different kinds of health conditions, and we need more pointed research and guidance. That same immunologist went on to say, to solve the problem of vaccinating seniors, we will need more input to draw in conclusions from past experience, so as to make vaccination safer and more efficient. The coupling effect. A Yunnan resident surnamed Long said that their mother was ill for a month after her second shot and the father was diagnosed with lymphoma four months after his second shot. Despite having done no tests to confirm a correlation between their illnesses and the vaccine, Long convinced everyone else in his family not to get more COVID-19 vaccine doses. Even though many seniors are under high risk of disease, when coincidences arise, people always blame the vaccine. The so-called coupling effect describes a situation in which someone happens to get vaccinated while in the early stages or incubation period of an unrelated illness. After they fall ill, there is a tendency to blame the vaccine, even though the illness and the vaccination have nothing to do with one another. Such coincidences are all the more common in China's population of 260 million seniors, a group that is inherently vulnerable to illnesses like cancer or strokes. So regardless of when the vaccines are handed out, there will be a large number of seniors who fall ill around the time that they get vaccinated. The vaccination expert Tao said that just because one event falls chronologically before another, it doesn't necessarily mean there is a cause and effect relationship. As Tao put it, I believe the most of the adverse effects are coincidences and not caused by the vaccine itself. Chen doesn't shy away from discussing adverse effects and coupling effects. If we evaluate them to be fit to be vaccinated and they experience discomfort afterwards, they can come to us. When they do, we will go according to our guidelines and point them to medical care, follow their case, and report the relevant details. If they need to run an evaluation to determine the correlation between their illness and the vaccine, we will also help them submit the relevant documents. 
Chen added, if the report says the discomfort has nothing to do with the vaccine, then it has nothing to do with the vaccine and there will be no compensation. If it is indeed related to the vaccine, regardless of how severe the effects are, we will give them the necessary compensation. As long as the vaccination complied with the rules, we ground-level staff will not get into trouble. However, as it now stands, official reports often do little to ally people's fears. One staff member said, Have we done evaluations of the recent reported cases and reported them to be unrelated to the vaccines, yet family members refuse to accept our results? What can we do? The minority who suffers from coincidences go on to spread word about the supposed adverse effects of the vaccine and cause more people to become wary of the vaccine. Multiple staff have dealt with cases in which the adult children of seniors stopped them from getting the vaccine. The staff member said, They heard about adverse effects from unknown sources and some even would ask the staff to write a letter promising to take responsibility for any discomfort their parents might experience after the vaccine. After more than a year of administering vaccines, many doctors at vaccination points said that they have become increasingly assured of the vaccine's safety. One doctor said, At the start, we had ambulances on standby. But afterwards, we administered many vaccines and not a single person suffered adverse effects, so we removed the ambulances. Tao thinks the key to resolving the problem is to give a more concrete and reasonable scientific explanation via big data analysis and official monitoring. Whether each case was a coincidence or an actual case of severe adverse effects needs to be clearly laid out without ambiguity and without pushing all the blame onto the vaccine. The immunologist suggests that encouraging vaccine producers to launch related research and have experts analyze a population that has already been vaccinated. The immunologist went on to say that since the elderly are more prone to the coupling effect, we cannot leave it alone, otherwise it can cause serious safety issues. Who bears the risks? In the cases Health Insight looked into, the modus operandi of most areas is as follows. Community staff try to persuade residents to get vaccinated. Then workers at local medical facilities run pre-vaccination checks and administer the vaccine itself. Patients who are unsure whether they can be vaccinated are then required to go to a public hospital to obtain a proof of contraindication to show that they are really unfit to receive the vaccine. When the system operates like it is supposed to, it separates people willing to get vaccinated into two groups, those who are able and those who are unable to do so. Yet for the elderly and other vulnerable groups, workers at each part of the process are forced to consider the liabilities that they are taking on by proceeding. A staff member at an immunity planning unit in central China admitted that issuing a proof of contraindication at administering the vaccine to a senior citizen with health conditions each holds a certain amount of risk. 
If there are no well-designed mechanisms to share these risks, vaccination facilities on the ground in an effort to protect themselves will become more and more cautious with evaluating contraindications or even make old age a contraindication in and of itself. Another staff member said that the aged have many health conditions. Many believe the vaccine to be responsible for their cancer or their stroke and request the vaccination center to pay their medical bills and compensate them for the illness. When the higher-ups shirk responsibility, the facilities under them will refuse to vaccinate elderly with chronic conditions in order to protect themselves. A staff member at a street district vaccination center in Foshan, South China's Guangdong province, said that once some of these seniors or their family members tell us they have cancer, we will no longer dare to say much more. Last month, a senior came in for the vaccine, but our doctor noticed that he was not very happy to be there, and when the pre-vaccination checks were done, his blood sugar level was a bit high, so the doctor advised either delaying the vaccination or not vaccinating. But a few days later, the senior fell and died. Looking back, we felt a little relieved. If we had vaccinated the senior, it may have turned into another report about adverse effects. Joel Chung, a professor at the MD Anderson Cancer Center, said seniors are often unwilling and the vaccination centers are actively trying to avoid risk. Joe added, if we do not resolve the problem, it will prevent Chinese seniors from getting COVID-19 vaccines. This story was first published by Health Insight in Chinese.